0: Well, look at this. You're here and I'm pleased because I really dig your company. Hey, guys, it's me, Danny, and you're listening to the Just Saying Podcast. Y'all, I'm so sorry. Last week, <clears throat> mentally, I was not here for it. I have been preparing for the last eight months for a surgery. I don't know how many times I've mentioned it, but I know many times I have mentioned that I. Have been preparing for weight loss surgery. That surgery was just on Monday. Uh and last week, I mentally, because I had to do an all-liquid diet and I really was purging a lot of emotional strongholds from myself, I didn't have it in me to communicate. I, I was very quiet for most of the week, just to be honest with you. Now, I am a couple of days post op. And this is the best that I have felt in a couple of days. So I thought, hey, let's have a conversation. So ride with me as we have this conversation. But please be, if you are a praying person, if you do your crystals, if you just want to send a hello in my DMs, please do that for me on Instagram. You can find me most likely. And if not, go over to TikTok. We've videos over there. You can go ahead on and say something in my DMs over there. You don't got to like videos if you just want to support me in my, my health journey, then roll with me, but it has been, it has been a journey, and if you want to watch any of the videos leading up to that surgery, they are up on YouTube, they are already up, you do not have to look for them, they are up on the It's Me Danny page, link is down in the show notes, for that, I've tried to chronicle periodically, um, not try to, I did chronicle periodically, the last 30 days up until my surgery date, I went out the way till the night before surgery. I have not been feeling well until today, so I have not posted any other videos. However, I will be talking about what it's like post-surgery. And so as soon as I could get myself together and look like something, <laughs> I can barely even laugh. As soon as I get myself together and look like something, I will be posting more videos about weight loss and, and posting, you know, what I look like along the way so support that as well anyway it is springtime is it officially springtime I don't even know It's just been mad rainy in my city so I feel like spring so I hope you guys doing your spring cleaning I hope you turn your clocks back and we're on time for things on Sunday and we go ahead on and keep rolling with these conversations this one should be pretty good at least I think so In 1992, the very first real-world season started on MTV. We didn't know what we were watching. I was one of those kids in 92 that tuned in to see whatever I didn't even understand. I was watching it mostly because I think I knew who Heather B was before the show started because of the music that she was involved in. She was like a rapper or something. Not or something. She was a rapper. And I just was interested in whatever MTV was going to give me that included Black people. So there was... Heather B, and it was Kevin, I believe his last name is Powell. And I was like, I'm watching this because there's Black people on here and I want to see what Black people got to say. I didn't even know that that was a thing. I didn't, you know, the words such as like representation, they weren't out there in 92, but I was intrigued. So I watched the first, uh, I don't even know how many episodes it was, but I watched the first cast of The Real World. Loved it. This year, that cast reunited to go back to the exact same house that they lived in for the, for the original real world. They didn't even, nobody even knew what reality TV was. Like, it wasn't a thing. We didn't know what we were getting into. They definitely did not know what they were getting into. And it was very interesting back then, but it is even more interesting now. And I have been watching. I think we're on either episode three or four. And <clears throat> what was so what what has been very interesting is that a lot of the conversations that came up back then in '92 are still relevant today. And I watched the most recent episode and was saddened by the fact. Well, that's a lie. I was not saddened. I was glad that. Kevin had a chance to speak to Becky. If you've never watched the real world, y'all, you're not going to relate to this, but just ride out with me because there's a point to all of this conversation. <clears throat> it just was that Kevin had a chance to speak to Becky as mature adults because the real world came out like what, 29 years ago, something like that. And being able to speak to them as mature adults and have conversations. And there were lots of revelations from the cast to be saying like there were lots of ways in back in the day when we were like Kevin shouldn't be talking to a white woman like that. Oh, he's going to get in trouble for, you know, speak to a white woman like that. He comes off as an angry black man. And then hearing even, even Heather B in this time saying that a lot of the things that Kevin said were relevant back then and before, sometimes even before their time, because the conversations we're having now you can insert the things that Kevin was saying back then, and they would still have purpose in today's conversations. What was more, even more interesting was being able to see in the real time, a con- well, of course, it's not live, so it ain't real time there. Of course, everything's edited. But being able to see the conversations between he and Becky in the present and being able to see Becky being, you know, Uh, wanting, wanting the white privilege to, number one, not even have to listen to a lot of what he is saying to also then explain her white understanding of racism. And then when it's not going her way, which is typically what white women are used to, being able to just run away from it and be like, I'm above all of this and I don't really have to deal with any of this. And running away like a crybaby. I mean, the way she left, if you haven't seen it, I don't even know, it's on one of the apps Uh, I'm not sure what app it's on. You'd have to search for it. Again, if you don't know me, I can tell you now that I watch everything on my Fire Stick. So I use all types of apps. I don't remember which one it's on. I just kind of pick the picture. I'm trying to see if I can find it because I usually just pick the picture and go from there. But it looks like it's, Yeah, I can't find it, y'all. So you're going to have to look it up yourself. Oh, it's on Paramount. Okay, so you can get 30 days free. So if you want to wait till they all come out, then you can get 30 days free and just like binge it or whatever. But the the fact that she was able to run away in, excuse me, in the way that she was to just cowered away from the conversation because now that she realizes that she's not on the, the top where she can just say how she feels and everybody else stop talking because she's a white w- privileged woman and, and then being upset because people are saying she's privileged and then trying to ex- explain it away. Like I'm not privileged because, you know, I have taken dance classes in Africa or wherever the hell she said, she took dance classes and it's white like, woman, Nobody is trying to hear you explain your, I took dance classes in Africa, so now I'm in tune with African people. I mean, this woman really even had the nerve, all of the nerve to say that once she started taking these dance classes with these native people, she then lost skin color, yes, She lost skin color, and she just kind of became a person instead of a skin color. And it was like, are you serious, white lady? Sit it on down. So that was very interesting to me. The other thing that is going on this week is that there was just the conversation with Oprah, with Meghan Markle, and Harry... And I know <clears throat> this is going to make some people upset, so just be mad now because we could just go ahead on out with it. People are saying that they are shocked that this woman received bad treatment, but this is the family attached to the people who were in charge of or very heavily involved involved in the slave trade so we really thought that even though we have never seen anything that showed this family evolving we really thought that because one child was then attracted to a very light-skinned black woman was going to change the family like this woman, the grandma, the dad, these people have always been racist. They have always been elitist. I mean, hell, Diana didn't get a free, a fair, a fair ride in that family. And she was white, but it was because she was not of their stature that they treated her like dirt. And now, so all of a sudden we are shocked that this black woman received unfair treatment. No. Whenever people are going to break ground, and it's going to be a very hard and rough time. I, I am not shocked that any of what she said occurred. I am not shocked at that. Do I feel bad for her that she is... Do I, f- I feel for her that she is, has been experiencing what she's experiencing. I am not shocked that she has experienced it. And I, if she were having a conversation with me, I would be saying to her, are you shocked, though? that this was the treatment that you were getting because you knew the family that you were going into. I am not saying she is deserving of anything that she got, but there is a difference between being prepared and being, you know, just stonewalled and just shocked about all behavior. And I believe that she did not prepare herself because she spent more of the time involved with Harry and not understanding what the involvement with the family would be, okay? Because that family is racist. Go back in the history. You will see all of what they have been involved in. And you would also, too, say, oh, well, then I'm not shocked that this is the kind of treatment she got. I, again, do not feel like she is deserving of it because as a human being, we all deserve to be treated fairly. But I am not shocked that she was not treated fairly because this family does not treat anybody who is not of their ilk, if that's the proper word for what I'm trying to say. If they don't feel like you are with them, both of those conversations are conversations that we can have. But I thought it'd be best to bring that all the way up into the most recent one that pretty much for me pulls a lot of what those other two had together. Uh, It was a conversation that happened on a show called The Talk. That show is one of those panel shows of women sitting around of different ethnicities, of different ages, I believe. Hmm. I believe it's supposed to be different age groups. I didn't ever look up the names. Well, that's not true. I believe uh Sharon Osborne, who is one of the main people on the show. She's been there for a while, from what I understand. She's like in her sixties. Uh, Eve, the rapper slash actress slash clothing line. Owner, I don't know how else. what else I would say about it. I don't know, if she, did she own the clothing line? I believe so. Creator, she was, at one point, she was a panelist. Um, I'm not sure who the women are now other than Cheryl Underwood, who is a comedian. She was an actress. Maybe she still is. I don't know the last thing she was in. I'm not looking it up. I'm not trying to discredit her work. I just haven't looked up it, the latest thing that she's in. But this, there was a conversation between the two. Oh, you know who else was on that show? Her name is Aisha somebody. She was the the woman who played the first black woman on Friends or the only black woman on Friends. I don't know if there was more than one black woman, but I remember Aisha was on there. She was dating Ross at one point on the show and everybody still talks about they only had one black girl on there. But she was on that show in the beginning as well. I'm not sure why she left. I don't know if there was controversy or she just had other things going on. I'm not sure. But there have been a couple of people sliding through on that show too. But what brings this show into relevancy today is because there was a conversation had between Sharon Osbourne and Cheryl Underwood that the community felt like, okay, because... There's a guy named Pierce Morgan who has been all but under the attack, all but attacking um, Meghan Markle. From what I understand, at one point, Pierce Morgan and Meghan Markle were dating Meghan Markle. I mean, he, I, for some reason, I don't remember. I'm not that sure. But Pierce Morgan says he put her in a taxi cab and she took the taxi cab to a party. The party she went to is the party that she met Harriet. Them two kept kicking it. Next thing you know, they married. <clears throat> Seems to be my man's been bitter ever since and he's been talking, you know, dirt about her ever since then. When somebody went on to Pierce Morgan's show... That he was on, I guess he's on some kind of panel show as well in the UK. When somebody went on there and was basically asking him, you know, about why do you keep attacking this woman? Why do you keep going after her? He couldn't take the heat and he walked off his show. Well, then Sharon Osbourne goes on to Twitter to say that she stands beside her friend. This is where things get interesting. Because, sure, if you're a person and you support your friend, then support your friend. Sharon Osbourne, then we see a clip, there is a clip, you can find it on the internet, with Cheryl Underwood trying to talk to Sharon Osbourne and her saying, like, you know, as as long as the two of us have tried to cultivate a friendship I have always seen a white woman who was willing to learn willing to listen willing to understand so I'm confused and I do not want the wrong message to be put out about you when people are trying to explain to you that what he did was racist Pierce Morgan what he was doing was racist why you would stand publicly stand beside him and I'm summing this up, like, this is not verbatim, so there's no quote here. This is just my summary of that conversation. Sharon Osborne goes on to say that she didn't understand that anything was being racist, that this was just a man who didn't like somebody, and she didn't understand why if you don't like somebody, you're not allowed to talk about them if you don't like them, even if that person that you don't like happens to be black and you are white okay so Sharon Osborne I mean Cheryl Underwood sorry Cheryl Underwood was trying to explain to Cheryl Underwood why it was looking why it started to look bad and then Sharon Osbourne goes off like tell me then explain to me then tell me why it's racist I'm trying to learn and Cheryl Underwood having all of the composure um, I don't even know, Maya Angelou. Pulled, I, well, I tell you, she must have breathed in Maya Angelou and exhaled Maya Angelou out of her face. And she basically was telling her, like, <clears throat> she was trying to explain something to her. And, she, and Sharon Osborne's on there like, and don't you dare try to have tears. If anybody should have tears, it should be me. I'm the one who is being attacked. And I'm the one. And... She, Cheryl Underwood was sitting there like, girl, like I tried to tell you that I'm trying to tell this public, like up until today, I thought you were, you know, understanding and willing to learn. So why are you being so defensive when we are telling you that you could be wrong? And for me, it kind of summed up all of the things that have been happening in the the past week or two of... you know this real world thing where this woman wants to storm off. Becky wants to storm off because she now it cannot. Is her voice isn't the only verse voice that's relevant and 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 it being hard to have to learn another way because if you've lived your life believing that the way that you know everything is the right way and then you decide you're gonna go on some spiritual journey now all of a sudden you're like enlightened and you you know you get a pass by black people which just isn't a thing or if you're you know you're part of a family who has been just riddled with racism and hate for other nationalities and then you decide that you want to marry someone who is not of your nationality and you want to be a woman who decides to marry into a family that has been focused on hate and ridicule and you know oppression or you wanna be a white woman on a television show and now all of a sudden you wanna defend somebody that you haven't even, you're not really sure how, what they did was incorrect or what they did was disrespectful. And you wanna stand on that. In the years, the year of 2021, 20 you're gonna get a different reaction than you would have gotten years ago people are going to say to you, listen, white lady, listen, white man, listen, white passing woman. Because if you, okay, you can be mad if you want to, go hit on, but there's lots of people who are saying that Meghan Markle does look like a white passing woman. And so, you know, you like who you like, don't get off on it. But like we're saying to you people, the world that you thought you lived in ain't the world of today. And people are not okay with the behaviors that happen, and if you are in the if you are you know a woman who decided that she went to Africa and did some dancing, or if you are a woman who thought that oh, I asked a couple of black people some questions, so now I feel like I know everything, or if you are a person who feels like well, I'm married black, so I feel like I know black, and i'm that would open up my family you are highly you are highly. Incorrect, like you just it's not right anymore, and there there will be a backlash from that now the the talk has been put on hiatus because of Sharon Osborne's thing. A white woman telling a black woman that she cannot have tears because a white woman has tears <clears throat> basically said that you cannot experience pain because I am experiencing pain, and when I am experiencing pain, only I can experience pain, and you know what that sounds like all lives matter. Like It's like if she was saying black lives matter and then Sharon Osborne was like, oh no, right now in this time, all lives matter. You know what lives I mean when I say all lives? My life. And so your life needs to stop so that mine can go on. Why she didn't think that they both could be hurt at the same time <clears throat> is where privilege sits. Her p- privilege said, while I am in tears, pause, baby girl, because I need to express my fears and my pains. I mean, she even went on to basically say like, I feel like I'm being attacked and I feel like everybody's going to come after me. But you didn't care when you were standing up for somebody who you knew was attacking a woman. For me, I felt like, damn, Sharon, even if you didn't think he was attacking a black woman, you knew he was attacking a woman. And are you not that? Or is it more important to say, I don't believe my friend is a racist? But you don't get it because if people are trying to explain to you the thing, Ugh, I don't believe there's a lot of white people listening to this. But let me just explain this to you. If black people or people of color are trying to explain to you what racism looks like from their end, even if it is things that you have done, and now you have to now decide and believe that you are a person who has been doing racist things. You need to shut your face. And listen so that you can learn and adjust. Because most of the time people are trying to tell you what is being done incorrectly so that you can correct yourself. And if there is a person who is telling you that, to then decide that their emotions are null and void at this point because you are experiencing some is disrespectful, it's racist, and you are sitting in your privilege. Now, I have gotten to my fair share, and I know we all are here, of racism, racism, racism. Not that I'm saying that racism needs to stop and we shouldn't have these conversations about racism, but it is very, getting very sick. And I am a person, please believe that I am a person who is all about educating people. It is not everybody's job. So if you are listening to this, please do not believe that I feel like it is everybody's job, everybody who is... a color to educate everybody who is not on what they should or should not do. No, it is not everybody's job, but somebody gonna have to do it. Even if you say they should be Googling, somebody should be writing the articles that need they need to look on Google. So there is an education that does need to happen. And I am of a I am of the group of people who feel like I'm not I don't feel too bad to want to educate people on things. Okay. But I am at a point today where I'm just like, damn, I'm tired tired of talking to y'all. I am. I'm tired of of talking to y'all. I'm tired of watching it on the the real world. When Becky left, I was like, good. Take your crybaby ass home. When these people were talking about how, well, it wasn't my grandma or my grandpa, and people were trying to figure out who it was, I was like, I don't give a damn who it was. Somebody said it, and ain't nobody standing up for these two. Even if you didn't, nobody stood up for these two and said, I love them. Y'all part of our family. If somebody says something, let me know and I'm on it. Like nobody stood up for them too. Like I said, do I think that this girl prepared herself for that family? No. But do I think that anybody, even this Meghan Markle that a lot of people would like to say can pass for white deserve to hear somebody say, oh, but what color that baby gonna be? No, damn well no. And I feel like since nobody stood up for them, them two should not be standing around trying to protect whoever said it. And I get it that you there is a security and a safety to it that they feel like they can't. I mean, hell, there's a lot of people, not me because I ain't in it. I I never really was invested enough, but there are a lot of people who felt like the family had something to do with his mama's death. And if he is a person who believed that, I could believe that he also don't want to go too far in what he says. But because you gotta think about your wife and your kids after you already seen what your daddy did. And I believe that it was the daddy who had something to say about it because that man's shifty and shifty, and I don't know why anybody acting like he ain't. But I'm sick of it. I didn't feel sorry for Sharon Osborne. At that point, I also felt like Cheryl Underwood would have been in her complete right to go off on Sharon Osborne. Because do you know what it may, must feel like to think that we were friends? But as soon as race really come up and you are involved, you don't see me no more as your friend. You see me as your enemy. And now you see me as somebody that, you, that is attacking you even when I'm just speaking. And not only do you see me as a person who is attacking even when I'm just speaking, but you see me as a person who is not even allowed to have emotion when you are, in fact, attacking me and calling it an attack on you. And that's why that woman needs to sit, sit the hell down. Because this time, we in 2021 do not owe anybody Baby hands. We don't owe you baby hands. We don't need to touch any of these topics with baby put kid gloves we don't need to however the phrase is we don't need to do it we don't owe it to you no more so when the people start getting rah-rah on you you want to take rah-rah because we've been trying and trying to talk to you and show you the videos and show you the show you the tapes and show you even sometimes what the government then put out they sell to say back in the day this what the hell they was doing and y'all still being like yeah but is it yes it is racist and we tired and something gonna have to give. And I can't even... I don't even know... <clears throat> I'm I'm sorry, but... I'm glad that Becky left on the real world. I am. And I hope that people start really looking into who said those remarks to Meghan Markle. And I hope that the talk don't come back. Because the women on the talk... Y'all all gonna be okay. Y'all don't need that show, and we don't need to have some kind of iOS press release release in a couple of days from Sharon Osbourne talking about Sheba's emotional because it was her friend. And the, I don't care. I don't care. And I don't watch the show, so they ain't gonna lose my views even if they come back. But I don't think that this is the place. <clears throat> I feel like Sharon, Under, Cheryl Underwood will be fine without that show, and I feel like because of the way that she handled it and how impressed a lot of people were, she gonna get work. But I do think that it's time for more people to sit it on down. And if you wanna learn something, get the learning. You don't got time to be making money right now. You got time to learn. You, You have enough money. You've made enough dollars. All of the people involved here have made enough dollars that now it's time for you to sit down and shut up. One of the things that was said on The Real World to Becky well shut up and listen and so the last thing that I want to say is if you're not understanding if you feel a little bit confused about race or anything then what you should do is shut up and listen and I'm probably going to put that on a t-shirt so if you want one hit me up in them DMs because it's time for people to close their damn mouths, so that when we speak we can be heard